You're listening to episode 107, and today I'm talking with you all about my own experience in having anxiety around this pandemic. I call it COVID anxiety, and the three ways that I'm moving through my anxiety and getting back out there into the world, and the three steps I'm using to do that are finding my own boundaries and adjusting them as I go, communicating them with my family and those around me, and making sure that I don't abandon myself. Take a listen. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again today or for the first time, whatever, however many episodes you listen to, whether it's the first or you've listened to many. Thank you so much for being here today. I want to have, I guess, kind of a tough conversation, really, um, about everything that's going on in our society and our culture with this pandemic, because now that we are one of the last states in Pennsylvania to really open up. And um, we've just hit what is called the green phase um, a couple days ago from this recording. I'm currently in New York State, which has also been hit pretty hard. Um, However, so with everything starting to open back up, it's really come to light to me in my own personal experience that these these times, they truly are completely, uh, they're just, there's no roadmap. They are new waters. They're unchartered was the word I was looking for. And it's going to be a bit difficult to figure out how to navigate everything that's going on and where our comfort levels are. Particularly, you know, this podcast is geared a lot towards moms and I am a mom and I am a mom of a seven and five year old with a five year old who's supposed to be going into kindergarten in the fall. And, um, you know, this is the world that I'm living in. So that's really always what I have to talk about is from my own experience. And basically what I want to do today is just share a little bit of how I have been abruptly affected by what I'm calling COVID anxiety and how I'm choosing to navigate this with hopes to support you and how you are beginning to navigate through all of this. Because I think what I've seen the most, and I've seen this all along in my observations, that there seems to be such a large spectrum in comfort, opinions, and judgments in how all any of this, from people's uh, perceptions of what is going on to how they're choosing to go grocery shopping or... Uh, what they're doing with their kids and all of those things. And and I'm seeing so much defensiveness even um, and true harsh judgments. And I have found that all of this has really brought up some old wounds in me, which is okay because even though it's really uncomfortable and you think like, oh, darn, I thought I healed this stuff. uh, Sometimes things aren't healed and it isn't anything to be ashamed of. It's really, I always see these opportunities of, um, with gratitude of like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm, here's another layer being peeled back that I get to heal and really reflect on with myself. And that's really what's happened to me this week. So through all of this, someone who has suffered greatly from anxiety, very specifically, even around the fear of getting sick, it has been remarkable to go through this whole experience, this entire pandemic and quarantine not feeling a lick of anxiety uh, and has also been very validating and understanding that I have um, what I, my whole method of healing anxiety, it's proof that it works and that has been amazing. 
So as we shifted into what our state is, is called, has called the yellow phase, which is when, um, you know, you're, you're kind of allowed out <laughs> a little bit, like a doctor's appointments have been rescheduled, things like that. Um, and then I've also been able to, uh, work as well, do photo shoots in the yellow phase. This is where, um, you know, it's only been about two weeks, I guess. And it's almost as if we went from doing nothing to doing everything very quickly. And I think that it was basically an overload on my nervous system. And, um, you know, we we're very, very safely in our home. Uh, we, you know, my husband and I would go grocery shopping together, leaving the kids at home. We, oh, I have a loud dog coming in. If you hear anything, this is, this is the joy of recording at the lake. <laughs> um, my, so my husband and I would go out, but the kids, uh, like we didn't really have anywhere to go. Like there's nothing open. There's, uh, just not a whole lot to do. So we've been just very safe at home. My husband's an essential worker, but he was very safe in being able to not have to be around a lot of people, all of those things. Um, but then this green phase or the yellow phase happened and, uh, you know, I was able to do my photo shoots and then I was able to, the dog is like snorting. It's so distracting. I was able to do my photo shoots and then we rescheduled doctor's appointments like our dental cleanings, our, uh, my daughter's well visit. We also um, felt comfortable to spend social time with people that we know outdoors in a social distance kind of way. Uh, and just, and a lot of people have been doing that even before the yellow phase. And again, it's not a matter of judging other people. It's just really finding your own comfort. And what I have found in, in the past two weeks of doing this much all safely, it was just too much for me. And during this week, I also add on top of it, I was getting very little sleep this, the past weekend from this recording, I had a amazing engagement session at the beach. And I woke up at in the two o'clock hour to drive to the shore to do this sunrise session. And, um, I was already not on enough sleep and it just made my whole body crash. And I, I you know, I kept pushing through the week and it was just too much. And I know this is a part of my layered growth method is that we need to take care of our physical bodies because we can do all the other things. Like I was waking up and meditating and pulling cards and journaling and working out and eating really well and taking all my supplements and vitamins, but I didn't sleep enough. And that was just enough to, to just throw a crack into the foundation and add on all of these new layers of, um, doing photo shoots and being around people and, uh, it, you know, it was just, it was, I was inundated and I didn't, it, the funny part about it though, is like in the moment, everything feels fine. It's like, this is great. All of a sudden there's a sense of normalcy. Like we can go back out again and, um, feel okay. And like take my kids to the pet store in the middle of the day when no one's there and like see them be able to get out and things like that. But, um, in, it's in the hindsight that I realized like, whoa, we got to put on the brakes. And the way I knew this was because my body responded in really, really big anxiety this past uh, middle to end of the week that I was, I actually took a day to just stay in bed because it was so bad. My body responds very physically to anxiety, um, feeling truly sick. And so I just listened and I was like, fine, I'm just going to lay in bed. And you know, it's like, you need permission too. like, I remember I even called my husband that morning. I'm like, is it okay that I lay in bed all day? He's like, absolutely. Like if you, you need to do what your body's asking you to do. 
and beautifully, my my son even, you know, I said to my kids, they're old enough to really be able to support themselves in the house, you know, with me being in bed. And he comes in, he's like, mom, I'm so sorry you don't feel well. He's like, but you have to listen to your body. And I was like, oh, honey, it's so sweet. He's like, I know you have a lot to do and your brain is telling you to do other things, but you have to listen to your body. And that's it, is that I had so many things to do, including wanting to record this podcast episode before we left for our vacation. And um, I just couldn't. I needed to listen to my body. And um, so ultimately... What really happened from my experience with all of this is is that I need to really reevaluate what is comfortable for me, what is com- what I want for my family, what is going to make me feel safe, and recognize what those boundaries are, and then communicate them. So that's what I really want to all that backstory to just share with you today. That in all of this, again, these are uncharted territories. Every state is going to deal with things differently. So you know, what does going back to school look like? I don't know. It's going to be different for everybody. And then it's really a matter of what feels comfortable for you. So some schools might be going back in the fall, but you might be thinking, I'm not comfortable with that. And I'm going to choose to keep my children home, like maybe for another year before starting kindergarten or to homeschool them or to find a, um, an online school for them or whatever it is. And I just want, I want to give you permission to choose what is best for you and your family and then go do that because everybody is going to be doing things differently right now. And this is not the time to compare ourselves to what other people are doing or to figure out what makes us comfortable by gauging what other people are doing. This is a time to go inward and figure out where your comfort levels are, where your boundaries are, and then stand firm in them. And the thing is, friends, is that you might have experiences like me where you have to go through an experience that makes you realize, oh, that is not comfortable for me and I don't want to do that again. And that's, that is part of uncharted territories is that in order to really figure out where we're comfortable, we may need to experience something, commit to something and say, we're comfortable with it and then pull back and feel a little like a, a hypocrite. Right. And that's been hard for me because it's very important for me to be, to be integrity, to have integrity with, with my decisions, with my values, with my morals. And when I find myself in a position where I feel like I'm changing my mind, it makes me feel like I'm out of integrity and that feels really bad. But are you out of integrity or are you falling back into integrity by realigning with what does feel good? So we need to take all of our experiences and moving back out into the world and use that as feedback to really start to refine what your boundaries are. So that's what I, I really want you to view this process is that it's not about being a hypocrite. It's not about going back on your word and people might challenge you in this. Like you might go to a social gathering and feeling fine about it and afterwards realize I am not fine with that 
And the next time saying, no, I'm sorry, our family's not comfortable doing that. And you might get pushback because everybody pushes back on boundaries. Nobody likes them. Everyone's uncomfortable with them, including us who sets them. And it's just a matter of standing up for ourselves and saying, I know that we did this last time, but afterwards I realized I'm not ready for that. I'm not comfortable with that. And this is what, this is what we're doing. And if that makes you uncomfortable, figure out why. Like I can't, I'm not going to come into this social gathering just so you're not uncomfortable. And that is the hardest part for me that I have found that I'm in some situations where like hands have been extended to me to shake and I'm not comfortable with that. But instead of being able to say, I'm not comfortable with that, I shake their hand and then I go wash them and then I feel nervous for a few days. And that's not fair to me. That's not fair to my family. And um, and that's the old wound that's really come up for me is that I'm scared of judgment and I'm scared of someone telling me, you know, that saying like, oh, are you, I don't know, one of them or implying some, some political status, which I think is so sad that we're doing this to each other and that we can't just respect each other. And I have found, I think there's so much judgment around how everybody is handling this because it's helping us figure out our own space of comfort. And that's a part of like, our judgments are always about us. It's never about the other person ever. So really recognize that too, that if you find yourself judging another person of like, Oh my God, they like, they won't even come, you know, my sister won't even come hang out with us. And because she's so nervous and that's so crazy and what's wrong with her. Okay. Why are you having those judgments? You know, why, why isn't she allowed? And you know what? Some people might be responding in fear and maybe taking things quote unquote too far, but that doesn't give us the right to judge them and be mean. And we have to allow people to navigate this at their own speed. And, um, that's all part of it. So I really want you to, um, think about also, I was having a conversation with a friend and this is her concept. And she had, she had made the con the comment of don't self-abandon. And I love this because if wearing a mask in a store that no one else is wearing masks, which technically isn't even legal right now, so maybe that's not a great um, example, but if you're like one of the only people wearing masks in a situation because that's what makes you feel uncomfortable, don't take them off to fit in because that's self-abandoning. Don't self-abandon. Be there for yourself. You're the only one that's there for yourself. So in all of my decisions from this point forward, this is kind of what's running through my mind of, you know, is making that decision self-abandoning? Am I, am I abandoning my own values, my own morals, my own comfort to avoid judgment, to avoid discomfort of other people, to avoid possibly hurting someone's feelings? And that's where we need to really, we need to sit with that. So let's number this for you so it's easy. So number one, find your boundaries. This is going to change a lot, okay? This is going to ebb and flow as you get out there, as you experience things, as you go grocery shopping, as you have your kids play with other kids, have, as you um, you know visit with other friends, as you go out, as you go out to eat, all of those things that are things we've never had to do before, in this way. And as you do those things, you're going to learn more and more what your boundaries are. As you learn them and as they change, which they are allowed to do, 
the next step is communicating that with whomever needs to hear this boundary. For me, in my own personal life, this is with my children and with my husband and depending on who else we're interacting with. So if, uh, you know, if I have a boundary of I want to see you, we want to spend time with you, but we're going to be outside. We're not going to hug or shake hands. And, uh, you know, we're not going to do family style dinner (laughs) or whatever it is to communicate that. And if you're uncomfortable communicating that with the people you're spending time with, maybe those aren't people that you're supposed to spend time with right now. So I have found that it's been very important for me to communicate this with my husband. And even that has been hard because I've had to wheel back on a few things. I've been comfortable with some things that have absolutely changed in the past couple weeks as we have gone back out there. I've realized like, oh shoot, you know how we did that last time? I don't want to do that again. And here's why. And that's also really important is understanding the why. Why are we uncomfortable? Why am I uncomfortable with that? And why do I need to set this boundary? And then the next piece is how do we communicate that? How do I communicate that with you without being angry or resentful? How do I communicate that with other people to to know that I'm confident and I can stand in my own? And maybe how can you support me in communicating that with other people? And that has been a huge piece. So um, I think that the communication part is the hardest part because it's really like hearing your boundaries out loud and then feeling comfortable and communicating those boundaries with other people. And I think that oh, that is where it gets so gray and mucky because I have even heard like just you can go on social media and I've even heard of, um, you know, people who have, you know, lifted their hands up saying no thank you to someone putting their hand out to shake. And then that person who extended their hand says something like, oh, you're one of those people. You're still doing that. And that's when it it feels really hard to implement your boundaries when someone pushes back that way. But if you go into it expecting a pushback and standing in a place of I'm expecting the pushback and that's okay, when you get the pushback, it won't be so jarring. It won't be so offensive. And then to always remember the pushback, which is a judgment, is not about you. It's about them. So then this leads into don't self-abandon. So if you are protecting yourself by not shaking that hand or not sending your child to school or only having one person in the household go grocery shopping or to choose to live your life the way it feels good, to not wear masks, to let your kids play with other kids, to be able to go out and eat again. If those are the things that feel really good for you and how you want to live your life, own them respect other people's boundaries, respect your own, and don't self-abandon. So if you, if you are choosing to do something and you change what you're doing for someone else's comfort or out of fear of someone else's judgment, you're abandoning yourself for another person. You, we can't do this to ourselves in any context, in any situation. So always, always remember your own worth, your own value, and that it's okay to have a different belief. It's okay to follow a different rule than the person in front of you or 
the people at large around you if it's a matter of not abandoning yourself. And to constantly check in with yourself to see what feels comfortable and to remember that as you extend out a little further, if you're someone who's being a little more conservative in how you're extending back out there, there are going to be situations where we're going to be uncomfortable. I have spent the past two weeks and especially the past few days have been a personal hell for me inside, internally. Like I've been okay. It hasn't been the worst or anything like that, but it has been really hard And I've had to acknowledge that. I've had to really feel the feelings in that, be okay with that and saying, I need to reevaluate my boundaries and set them and then not self-abandon. And that's where I am. So I really wanted to share those pieces with you in hopes that this can help you move through things because I know everybody is navigating this at their own pace. I think there, you know, everybody I am speaking with, we're all trying to figure it out and what's comfortable. Um, and just be okay with that. It's okay to, uh, say schedule a hair appointment and then decide, you know what, I'm not ready yet. And to cancel it and just say, I'm not ready yet. It's okay to, um, have a, social gathering with friends and then afterwards realize, wow, that made me really uncomfortable. And then when they invite themselves over again or invite you over to say, you know what? Never mind. We're not doing that yet. We've changed our minds. It's okay. And that's the only way we're going to figure this out. Cause again, it's uncharted territory. We don't have a roadmap. The world, our generations have not been through this. They don't understand. We don't understand how this is going to go. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know we just don't know. And so it's okay to kind of flip flop back and forth as you figure things out. So, um, if this is something that anybody needs to talk about further, know that I'm here, please feel free to reach out to me, email me, DM me. I'm always open and happy to, um, help others navigate this and, um, We need each other and we need each other's support so that we don't feel isolated either. So be sure that you find your support system as well, that even if, you know, it's not the people you expected and you have to find that in in another group of people or another person, that's okay. You're you're allowed to do that and uh, you need to do that for yourself and for your family and, um, you know, things will continue to evolve and change and it's just a matter of finding that flow and, um, feeling all the feelings. Like I've really had to just sit in my anxiety the past few days and let it move through me and, um, know that I was going to get to the other side and be okay. Uh, and I'll probably hit it again. And it's just going to be one of those times and I need to be prepared for it <laughs> as uncomfortable as it is and how much I don't want to feel that. Cause I've been feeling so good. It's, it's just where we are in this year of 2020. It is, it is, uh, It's been an an amazing one, hasn't it? (laughs) All right, everybody. I hope that you have an incredible week. Uh, For those listening, the week that I put this out, I hope that you really enjoy um, the holiday weekend and get to see some fireworks. I am planning to have an episode out uh, the Monday after 4th of July as well. And thank you again for listening. Be sure to take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram. I always love for people... Uh, just to share episodes that they love or takeaways that they've had, you can tag me at Erin Joyce Co. Um, and always feel free to DM me at Erin Joyce Co. as well. All right. Have a good one, guys. I will talk to you next week. Bye.